I'm Damien Fowler. And I'm Elise Liffring. And welcome to this edition of The Current Podcast. This week, we're delighted to talk with Alison Griffin, the head of marketing for State Farm. State Farm Insurance Group has been around for more than 100 years. But thanks to its high-profile marketing campaigns, it remains a household name in the U.S. Over the years, the company's had many entertaining creative campaigns. And the latest, of course, features the affable character of Jake from State Farm, who was present at a certain NFL game that made headlines in 2023. And we'll get to that. With more than 25 years of experience leading teams at top tech brands, Allison became head of marketing for the iconic brand in May 2021. She has a motto which goes like this, always curious, always learning, always happy to share my insights. State Farm is a 100-year-old brand. You know, we've got to try to figure out how to remain relevant, not only to our current big tried and true customer base of, uh, I'm pointing at myself, I know we're on a podcast, the Gen Xers of the world and older, but also that next generation. And one of the ways we do that is through life stages. And of course, every marketer knows you have to be relevant to the target that you're going after. Look, People don't think about insurance at all, ever, maybe, (laughs) if I can say with a big smile on my face. So we've got to think about, you know, your first apartment or your first car or having a baby or buying a home or those life stages matter because they matter to the person that they're happening to. They're big events. And for us, dissecting who the target is, what stage they're in and how, you know, what do they care about? That has started to shape our media strategy. It started to shape how we think about capturing current demand, generating future demand, and retention and loyalty for our customer base. Now, there's a lot of strategy, obviously, behind your marketing campaigns. For instance, when you're selling auto or life insurance, there's a product for sale. But the genius of your campaigns is that you don't really talk about the product. Like it's there, obviously, you're selling it, but it's not, you know, in your face. This is auto or life insurance. What is the concept you're marketing exactly, would you say? And how does that vary, I guess, based on the demographic? Yeah, so it's different than, you know, if you hold up your phone or something. It's different than a product that somebody needs to understand how much it costs, how long is the battery life. I'm sort of making this up. This is different. The the insurance, what we're selling is in part the policy. But it's also in part a relationship with the agent. We have almost 20,000 agents across the United States who are independent contractors, you know, not state farm employees, and they're running small businesses and trying to be meaningful and are meaningful in the communities where they live and work and offer basically advice, services, et cetera. So for us, from a national campaign perspective, we've got to make sure the brand is strong and branding is not product advertising. We need to make sure that our assets are known and appreciated. An asset is Jake from State Farm that you already mentioned, but also our jingle, or even just the words like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And so we dial up and dial down each of those assets in real life or in the virtual world, depending on the life stage, the person that we're targeting, do they know us or not? Are we trying to bind a policy today or not? And that's, you know, the mix with which we're trying to buy media and showing up in places where these current and potential customers are. It's interesting to hear you talk about 
big national campaigns and that that awareness that you drive and done it so successfully over the years. And, and the latest iteration, of course, is is Jake from State Farm. That character, what? Why has he proved such a strong character in campaigns? He started out over ten years ago as Jake a real State Farm employee. And it was back when we were putting agents and employees in our ads. And you may recall the original campaign where it's a middle of the night phone call and the husband is talking on the phone. The wife comes downstairs. Who are you talking to? And it's Jake from State Farm. And the question is, what are you wearing? And he says, uh, khakis. So we got a <laughs> lot of play out of that for many, many, many years. But that was of real employees, not an actor doesn't, he has a job and a family and a life and isn't a trained actor. So fast forward to about 2019, um, maybe 2018, the company was looking to say, hey, we have some equity in the, in the asset or the one word, I'll call it Jake from State Farm, all one word. And, you know, how do we dial that up and make that asset work harder and be more meaningful for, for us? Because we thought, it could be the personification of what it means to be a good neighbor. And we're very fortunate. He is thought of as a real person. And he's not a cartoon or a caricature. He's really Jake from State Farm. He's a guy, he's doing good neighbor stuff. He's got a TikTok account, just like a regular influencer or a regular person would. And for us, making him bring to life the values of what it means to help more people in more ways and to be that good neighbor in the country uh, really mattered to us. And so we put a lot of effort into making that a cultural icon. Yeah. I mean, he really has cut through and he's a very competitive world, I, I gather. So, and State Farm is very much present in the culture. And um, one of the ways that you've done this so successfully is leaning into major sporting personalities um, over the last several years, uh, including a campaign featuring uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, for instance. What's the playbook there when, you, when it comes to partnering with sports stars? We've been in sports for a very long time, and it's important to us because it's tied to real passion. It's one of the last bastions of eyeballs all watching the same event at the same time, right? Life television doesn't much exist anymore if you're watching a Netflix episode and I'm watching one, we might not be at the same spot at the same time, for example. But live sports, you get people who are engaged across generations and, and a lot of viewership. Also, don't forget from an advertising perspective, there's also highlights, the replays, etc. So for us, sports has been long something we've leaned into. And the advertising we realized performs better when if you're not an endemic brand to sports, and we are not. And so for us, aligning our brand with brand ambassadors who match our values and are at the top of their game showed us that we could cut through. So we have football, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you mentioned Travis Kelsey, he was with us this current football season. Um, and Coach Reed, you know, in football spots and Chris Paul and other NBA players in basketball spots, we have women for women's sports, etc. So the idea is if we match the passion and a relevant player and create a spot that leans into endemically where the ad is showing, it just performs much better. Mm, that's interesting. Now, speaking of sport and Travis Kelsey, let's talk about that viral moment that was created <laughs> when Jake from State Farm was spotted chatting with who else? Madonna Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's mom, of course, in the NFL suite. What kind of reaction did you get from this like viral moment? And seeing all the elements come together, can you walk us through how you kind of seize the moment? 
Yeah, that was really interesting. So the week before, we know that Travis Kelsey had a special guest in the box with his mom, and that was Taylor Swift. So I like to say we acted swiftly. And within a week, um, we were able to place Jake from State Farm at Jason Kelsey's game, the Eagles. And we didn't want, you know, Jason Kelsey's mom not to have a superstar celebrity sit with her. Uh, I say with a big smile on my face. (laughs) And it was great. We we did have to act really fast. We that came together in less than 48 hours. And and for us, capturing a cultural moment. And again, we have this asset that looks like and acts like and feels like a real human being, Jake from State Farm. So he could show up in the stands sitting with Mama Maato, I'll call her, as a nod to Travis Kelsey playing Mahomes and Maato in our current ads. Um, but with Donna Kelsey. And, and him sitting there, you know, he sits uh, courtside at NBA all-star games. He shows up at BravoCon, TwitchCon, right? Like, so Jake shows up in the world. And, and so the magic of saying we could really capitalize on this quickly. And the fact that all the stars aligned and it came together was really, really fun for us. What does like a viral moment like that though mean for your brand? Cause I know you talked about being like culturally resonant brand and insurance. And this would seem like a perfect example of doing just that. For us, um, being culturally relevant matters. And it's not that any brand tries to be if you try too hard. And for us, it's not that we're trying too hard. It's, hey, Jake would be there. And we thought that we would be true to who we are. He shows up in those kinds of um, situations regularly. And so let's just, try it. And it wasn't because we were trying to be culturally iconic. It was because it just fit. I mean, I wonder how do you measure something like that? I know it's a viral moment and it goes big, but do do you see kind of the results of that? Yes. You can't pick a viral moment, right? It goes viral because it goes viral. Mm -hmm. And, and so then all of the, you know, there's the regular stuff you would think the reach, the syndication, the press, the chatter on, you know, X and other social media platforms, of course, were part of it. Engagement, hashtags, that was all obvious. But what we were super excited about is a company EDO does measurement around search volume and correlating the exact second that Jake from State Farm was on camera to search volume was astonishing, astonishing. And the results of all six of those spots increased in awareness by 15 times because of the viral moment. So it was like something that you wouldn't know that you can't test and you don't get the opportunity to learn from very often, right? Because those don't happen very often. But we saw meaningful increase and value from a very innocent, just let's put Jake from State Farm next to Donna Kelsey. I know you're exploring other channels as well to reach you mentioned gen x and gen z uh, gen z audience which is obviously going to be looking for insurance too um in particular your gamerhood challenge which launched last year and i'm interested to talk about gaming and esports and why is that an important part of your playbook i'm fairly new to state farm i've been at state farm for two and a half years but i spent almost 30 years in the tech industry and i say that to say gaming i was at hewlett packard and intel for most of my career. And they're endemic to gaming. And so I had a lot of experience in the gaming world when I stepped in the door at State Farm. 
the insurance category, other than maybe a logo sponsorship on a gamer or a game, that's pretty much all the insurance industry was doing. And I was like, look, if we can, because the audience matter, these gamers, not esports teams, but a casual fun gamers, much bigger universe. And we thought if we could tap in for generating future demand, again, these are not people who are buying policies today, but to get and show up at the place they already are with um, an interest that they already have, it's very similar to the playbook of sports. But this is a different kind of audience and showing up for them in gaming. And so we created our own intellectual property around a gaming competition. It's run two years in a row now in the month of June for five episodes, five weekly episodes and have gamers competing. And we've got Jake from State Farm in there, our assets, and we loosely tie insurable moments. So think the gamers have to cope with distractions and still try to win. And some of the distractions are pipes in the house will burst or um, some of them went on a little road trip and they got a flat tire, right? So just loose and fun. We're not selling anything. We're not trying to shove anything down the throats, but to watch these, I'll call them insurable moments, hinder the forward progress of a gamer in a fun, interesting way. And the gamers had a lot of fun with it was a really cool experience uh, for us. And it's done quite well. That's interesting. It goes back to your sort of ways of reaching customers at these different life stages and you're very nuanced about it and, and kind of smart the way you, you're doing well, it. Well, exactly where they are on Twitch and YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. From a gaming perspective. So be where they are. Don't make them come to me. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go seeking out an insurance brand. I better go be there mm-hmm. with something fun, interesting and different. And that's what we attempted to do. I also noticed that you had created some Pinterest pins aimed at educating viewers around why they should get life insurance. Can you talk a little bit about that campaign as well? Yeah, that's another life stage, right? So these media partners of ours are great because we want to lean in and be, I'm going to call it, I've never used this before, but endemic to the partner, right? Mm -hmm. So a Pinterest board. Mm -hmm. And if you can notice what somebody is doing, whether they're redecorating a room, it looks like, oh, this person might be remodeling their bathroom or, oh, this person might be having a baby or, oh, this person might be buying a new house or cars or whatever. Pinterest is such a great uh, media outlet for passion points. And we thought, well, these are life moments. And as we talked about at the top of the podcast, these life moments um, are a way in for us to meet a person where they are and not just say, get a quote for auto insurance, but to go offer them up something that's contextually relevant to what they're doing. And because Pinterest is what Pinterest is, we're able to do that in a meaningful way. Now, when it comes to more like big TV buys and like maybe CTV buys, do you think like holistically about campaigns and connect those big TV buys with like more performance driven plays? Oh, a hundred percent. So State Farm, you know, is a prolific advertiser, right? Our category demands that. And television was the way, let's say, I don't even know. It probably wasn't that long ago if I really stopped to think about it. The world's moving so fast. It is, it is. Goes quickly. But we know that digital matters. And so do the, the media partners. They know that um, digital and the even live shows that get streamed for the week after, they know that they can target, that there's a lot of value that they can sell to advertisers for that long tail of their own, even a live experience. So we know that we need to do both. We still are big advertisers in live TV, mostly sports. 
but also working with the media partners who are putting really great content online and targeting. And that data matters so much. And we're working more and more and more with partners to figure out how do we catch the right person at the right time with the right message um, that's contextually relevant and that helps us be relevant to the person at the time that they need it. Retail data is really come into its own, should we say, and especially for non-endemic brands, again, inside that ecosystem. How has that made a difference, um, you know, in the last two years? A lot. It's funny. And I can say this out loud because Home Depot themselves said it. We're the first non-endemic partner of Home Depot. And we're partnering with them not only for their stores and the environment. They have a lot of small businesses as their customers, as well as home ownership, right? Mm -hmm. And car repair and home and auto. Um, And so we are partnering with the Home Depot who knows very deeply about who their customers are and what matters from a data sharing perspective. And uh, we think there's nowhere to go but up on that. Of course, we do it with media partners, of course, uh, Disney being a very big one, right? Just because of all of their properties. It's on both levels is my point. So big media partner that knows their audience, but someone like Home Depot or Walmart, those are really important to us so that we can continue to offer the best message to these customers and around things like small business or home improvement or auto care, that matters to us. We sell those products. How are you thinking about 2024? Do you think you can actually like build upon this year's viral moments? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we hope so, right? So Jake from State Farm isn't going anywhere, but we are going to dial up. You'll start seeing um, more around our jingle. So I'm not saying our jingle is not known. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I won't sing it here. <laughs> Although I will tell you, I'll give you a little fun fact. That jingle was written in 1971 by none other than Barry Manilow. No. Really? Yes. Does Barry get what? royalties? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, but we, you know, it's known and there's a lot of TikTok. You it's can fun. go out and look at our look at that jingle and see a lot of people playing with the content. We want to kind of kick that into high gear again. And um, not only talk about Jake from State Farm, but have some fun playing with our jingle. So the notion of being a good neighbor and being there for people is one part of it. But the actual notes, the song of it is another. And that's it for the current podcast. We'll be back with our guest, Jonathan Stringfield, the VP of Global Research and Marketing at Activision Blizzard. Gaming is increasingly going to be a hobby that is divorced from gaming devices. Virtually anywhere that there is a screen that's smart, there's probably going to be an opportunity to play a game. And if you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. While you're at it, check out our other show, The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. The Current Podcast is produced by Wonder Media Network. Our theme is by Love and Caliber. The current team includes Chris Berklier and Kat Festy. And remember, we've got to make sure the brand is strong and branding is not product advertising. We need to make sure that our assets are known and appreciated. I'm Damien. And I'm Elise. And we'll see you next time.